Greg and Mare. They're so funny. And I can listen with my kids in the car. Good, clean, fun to start your day. 94.9 is awesome. Yeah, it's time to just show up for things, Greg. You know, think about, you know, what was the inauguration on Wednesday? Yeah. And the poet, Amanda, who just slayed it. She was awesome, the right? 22-year-old girl wearing the big yellow thing. and Yeah, and, and she was awesome. She gets a call like two weeks ago after somebody saw some of her work she did. And they're like, hey, you want to do a poem at the inauguration? And she did it. She just showed up. She didn't think twice. You know, she didn't know what she was going to do. And I think that's so essential for a lot of your success in your life. That would have been one of those things where I would have said, oh, yeah, yeah, thanks very much. I'd get off the phone. I'd go, you're not going to believe this. They invited me to the inauguration. And then the doubt would start to set in. Oh, yeah. A couple days later, I'd be like, what did I say yes to? You would talk yourself out of it? And then I might call and cancel. Kind of like people's plans on the weekends. I think it sounds great. Yeah. Here's the deal. I realize that I don't have to be perfect. All I have to do is show up and enjoy the messy, imperfect, and beautiful journey of my life. That was a a meme that like kind of inspired the whole just show up thing. Yeah, I mean, really, that's like half the battle right there. You know, I know that we're all so insecure about either our looks or our clothes or our hair or our skill set or our abilities or whatever. And that's when we start going, oh, maybe I don't go. Oh, they'll judge me. Oh, Oh, I don't want to put myself out there. You know, and I get it. Like you yeah. and I have been in that situation about a million times in our lives. And sometimes you don't go. But boy, I'll tell you, when you do go, that's when that's when this stuff happens. It can't it's like playing the lottery. Yeah. Right? You can't win if you don't play. See, I knew I needed to play. <laughs> I, I know there's one that but there's one tonight, so Well it's not gonna be seven hundred and thirty one million like the Powerball a couple nights ago. Uh, we but, just yeah. have to show up. You got to show up. And if yeah. you have a story like that, we'd like to hear from you this morning at 775-0949. That moment when you showed up and it changed your life. Aaron, you had one of those? You know, I think my just show up moment was when I went to school. Um, you know, I had gone, I'd been for so long struggling financially and stuff and just, you know, putting, putting school off, putting school off. Oh, yeah. I showed up and... I registered for classes, and that fall, I went to school, and it was a great experience. Uh, I got three associate's degrees from, from Pima. Wow. And I actually am now an instructor there. No kidding. Aww. Oh, my gosh. It changed your you life. Know, I, it did. It changed my life completely. Um, you know, I, I went in with this idea that I would be, you know, one of those students that kind of just flies under the radar, gets in, gets out, gets a degree just to get a better job. Uh, ended up with a, an excellent job that I've been at for seven years. And four and a half years ago, I started teaching at Pima. That's incredible. So there you go. I mean, you never would have predicted that outcome when you started there. You weren't even sure you Absolutely wanted to go. Not. But, exactly. But by showing up, you've got the you're, you're on this whole path that you never could have imagined for yourself. I love that. That's an awesome story. Thanks. I love your show. Oh, that's so nice. Well, we appreciate that too. Well, we just show up for our show. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> and there Messy. are some days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that alarm goes off. You just want to go back to sleep. Like today. Yes, yeah. yeah, so I wanted to stay in my dream. <laughs> I know you poor thing. There you go, showing up, man, making a huge difference. That's how I met my wife. I wasn't going to go meet See? my friends that night. Life-changing. She was there when we went out. Yeah, you didn't even shower, and she still liked you. <laughs> True.
So I wanted to help you and my grab out, Greg. Well, we can use all the help we can get. Because there's one thing men can do hmm. to seem more attractive, although you two are very attractive already. <laughs> no, we're not. So you, you don't really don't, need this. You know what? Don't lie to my face like that. Face is <laughs> on radio. That, that's correct. That is not true. It's totally true. Uh, the, the main reason we find men so attractive is when they're being dads and they're parenting. And so the key is to get some photos while you're with your daughters <laughs> yeah. and just like fake out like you're parenting and like around them. And, and women find that so attractive. That's like the number one thing. It's, it's science. It's biological. Uh, seeing like a dad and daughter spend time together. Mm-hmm. And that's all you need to do. It's called the new face of masculinity. Mm. Okay. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I was identified the other day. My daughter, um, you know, somebody um, brought up the concept of being a um, a daughter dad or a girl dad. Yeah. Girl dad. Oh, I'm going to get you T-shirts. I, I need the shirt. Yes. And, and, I do. It's, and it's about, you know, guys who are very enthusiastic about their daughters, either in academics or yeah, athletics or yeah, any of these kinds yeah. of things and, you know, are always participating in that kind of stuff. And I asked her if I was a... A girl dad. She told you invented girl dad. Oh, <laughs> see. So, so Mike, what you got to do is you got to take a picture of you doing her hair. <laughs> you know the no, things that, never th- that dads don't normally do. Even if he wanted to, she's not letting him touch her hair. Are you kidding? <laughs> no. It really is cute though when you see the the dads yeah. do that with like the three year old daughters trying to put oh, yeah. a little ponytail in or something. Oh, I did that. Yeah. That was, yeah. Oh, you did that. Oh, yeah. See, Michael. See, he gets it. Uh, let's well, I going to do with these women that are attracted to me? I yeah. know. Well, that's me the and problem. Your wife will go after them. <laughs> I don't need that. Mayor's always looking to cause discontent. I know. <laughs> Have you noticed? That? <laughs> <laughs> right, let's stick with getting a puppy, guys. Yeah, there it's you go. That easier. sounds good. Five forty-three. You know, play a little guitar. Yeah, Minecraft does that too. Oh, I'm a failure because I haven't got a brain. Yep. Time for our Friday file of dumb criminal stories. Let's see which one of the following three you think deserves. This week's Biggest Loser Trophy. <laughs> Story number one. Uh-oh. Uh, you know you're failing as a parent when a criminal has to lecture you about how you're raising your children. <laughs> a man in Beaverton, Oregon, stole a car Saturday, but as he drove off, he realized there was a four-year-old kid sitting in the back seat of this car. Oh. So the thief flips a U-turn and goes back to the parking lot to lecture the woman he'd stolen the car from about oh, how no. irresponsible yeah. it was to leave her kid unattended in the car like that. You can't leave your kid in the car. <laughs> you don't sound like a very experienced criminal. He made her take her child out of the car, and then he drove off again. All right. In fact, cops are you still know, trying to track him down. That happens a lot. People leaving their kid in the car yeah. and yeah. somebody, like, carjacks. I know. Yes. That, that's the number one reason. In fact, cops told the Mom, you probably shouldn't leave your kid in the car with the keys and the ignition running. You know. I mean, it's not the 80s anymore, people. Yeah. <laughs> Story number, unfortunately. <gasps> Story number two. A 22-year-old man in Chicago stole a truck from a towing company last week. Then he called 911 himself for help. Apparently, he was, he was trying to get away. The owner of the truck pulled a gun on him, and he felt like that, that just wasn't right. That was just a little over the top. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Thank you. Officers already had GPS coordinates on the stolen vehicle when he called them for help, and they busted the thief moments later. The truck's owner with the gun has not been charged, by the mm. way. And story number three, a 47-year-old man in Utah decided to play up a cliche when he dressed up as a cop and then tried to get a free donut from a convenience store. 
store. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. I'm going to try that with Chipotle. The yeah. store's clerk wasn't buying any of that. Uh, Called the real police who arrested the guy after they learned it. He was driving a stolen truck. And it was also connected to another criminal they'd arrested the day before who tried to hide from them by burying himself in a pile of manure. That's not at all. Yeah, stinks to be him. (laughs) (laughs) Who's this week's biggest loser? Is it story number one? One eight seven seven cars for kidnapping. Mm. Story number two, what the truck? <laughs> or story number three, couple of dope nuts. Uh-huh. I kind of like the last one. I don't yeah, know. I'm yeah. going with the popo. <laughs> <laughs> get up in the morning and decide. Well, I'm going to dress like a cop to get a free it's donut. A free donut. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Story number three is our loser. Nice. If he only had, had a, a brain. brain. Here's the question, and maybe you can help us fill in this blank. This is super easy. At 775-0949, you probably already have one right now. You haven't even heard what we're talking about. Does anyone blank anymore? No. (laughs) Not with kids in the house. Use a landline. Does anyone use a landline? Oh, okay. I actually, part of the Christmas present from Santa to my husband was the cheapest phone Santa could find at Target. Oh. That plugs into the wall cuz we have a landline and there's only one plug in. It comes with our it comes with our cable. Oh yeah, we, you got the bundle thing. Yeah, yeah we, we do too. We yeah. never put in a phone. Right. And phones are expensive. Like the cheapest ones like 60 bucks. What? So we we got one that you plug in like old school for like well Santa got it for like $20 at Target. Oh, okay. And uh, it works. So we do have a landline. That's good. We, nobody knows I, our phone number. Well, here, you don't. You kind of don't need to know yeah. it because you're not going to use it really. But here's what I like about that: you have a couple little kids in the house. Yes. And God forbid something happened to you or your husband where the kids need to call for help. Yes. They always will know where that phone is, and if they can just dial nine one one, they can get help. That like the address and everything will. Yeah, you know, they up. don't have to know all of the answers. Yeah. The emergency services will be able to respond. Well, let me tell you, though, you know, the three-year-old always picks up that phone and is trying to call people. And I don't know who he's calling. Reminds so. me of when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, like, I used to like the, the rotary dial when I was okay. a little guy. And I would just start yeah. swinging those numbers. Yeah. And my mom found out I had called Tokyo at one oh, point. Oh, no. <laughs> Had to dispute those charges. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, that was back before, like, 10, 10, 3, 2, 1, and all of that stuff. Remember those little numbers that you would push? No, you don't remember. Wait, 10, 10, you're obviously older than me. What's 10, 10, 3, 2, You don't one? remember that? No. When, when you would get, like, 10 cents a minute phone calling, long oh, distance? yeah, yeah, yeah. Just use the code 10, 10, 3, 2, 1, then dial the number. Oh. You don't remember that? No, you're older than me. <laughs> No, I'm not. I don't know about that. (laughs) I do. Uh, All right, we've gotten off topic. Okay. (laughs) Can you fill in the blank? Is there something else? So we we used landline as an example. Here's another one. Does anyone blank anymore? Does anyone shine their shoes anymore? Does anyone shine their shoes? No, I just buy new ones. (laughs) Does anybody handwrite letters anymore? No. Don't you like a good handwritten note, though? I do, but then the, the guilt... It, it, it reflects right back at myself. The guilt well, that's of getting all about one, you. Yeah. it just is reminding me of just how I'm so bad at, at writing back in the snail mail. I'm really bad at it. Make a note to self. Yeah. Send yeah. Mary a little card. Uh, and then the guilt, the, the guilt is thick. It's thick. <laughs> I'm going to help you get through that. <laughs> Thank you. I'll start you. sending you cards. <laughs> uh, can you fill in the blanks? 520-775-0949. Does anyone 
blank anymore. We'll come back with your guesses, your answers. There's no right or wrong answer, by the way. Coming up next on 94.9 Mix FM, our phone number is 520-775-0949. This is for you, Meredith. Yes. What's this guy? Uh, 10, 10, 3, 2, 1? Oh, that 10321 has changed to 101031, but you still get the same great savings. Still saves 50% off every call over 20 minutes? Of course, still half price on those long calls to Romeo in New York. Does it save all the time? Sunday, Tuesday, any day. Just dial 1010321, then Mm -hmm. one and a number. See, even John Liskow knew. About I 10, 10, do 3, 2, not 1. remember that. I can't believe you don't remember that. I that was a 90s you. thing. I I mean, I thought you were down with the 90s. Apparently I am down not. with the 90s. I don't. Like I mean, really, up. it's the 2000s that I'm down with. Oh, yeah, you know, okay. You keep age, getting but... younger and younger. <laughs> uh... <laughs> we go commercial-free for your workday starting at 8.30 in the morning. That'll be coming up a little bit later on Friday, which always feels really good anyway. And right now we're filling in blanks. Actually, just one blank. Yeah. Does anyone blank anymore? And I'd say, does anyone open their front door anymore? I don't. Uh, At least without looking. Don't you have a ring doorbell and all I that do. stuff? I do. So you know, people ring the doorbell, I will not get the door. Because yeah. I'm always afraid they're crazies who are going to push in and try to steal does my Does anybody kids. answer the landline anymore? No. No. <laughs> does anybody really go through their checkbook and balance it? Actually, I haven't seen the checkbook in a long time. I don't, I don't know even, where it is. Yeah, I don't even know. I mean, we, I'm sure we have checks somewhere, Does you know. Anybody drive a five-speed anymore? Oh, yeah. Not I really. I love a good five-speed, though. I do, too. Does anybody hand wash their dishes? Not if I can help it. I will say there was a time when my wife and I had a l- tiny little apartment. Yeah. And there was no garbage disposal, and there was no dishwasher. Oh, no. So if you wanted those dishes clean, you had to do every one of them by hand. I, I, found, your, fun. I found your soulmate on our Facebook page because oh. we asked this question. Liz Rosas, she said, does anyone use punctuation anymore? Thank you, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I knew you'd like that. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I still use it in text messages. That's how bad I am. I know. And when I aye, don't, aye, aye. I know. Like Sometimes if I'm texting you fast, yeah. I know it drives you nuts. Oh, geez, I you know don't it, even spell half the words correctly. I'm just like... It's not that I don't spell. It's that your fingers are moving so fast. I, I have to read your text messages like three or four times to I know see how if to I can spell. understand. It's just that I'm, I'm in a time crunch. I'm not so sure. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> believe me. Uh, Nancy said, does anyone read actual books, like not the Kindle kind? Oh, yeah. I think books are still cool. I really do. I love the smell of a bookstore. I like, know. I really do. I love do. the feeling of a good bookstore. I like store. a good coffee and deep conversations. Oh, yeah. Oh, what happened to those days? Anybody iron clothes anymore? I try not to. <laughs> anyway, lots of uh, lots of good answers here on our Facebook page this morning. If you have one you think of, you want to add to it, go ahead. Keep the conversation going there. Uh, it's Facebook.com slash MixFM Tucson. And if you've been having trouble hearing the radio in your house because somebody lost it or it broke or something, just tell Alexa, play 94.9 MixFM. Gotta be right now. Seven seven five zero nine four nine always gets you through to ninety four point nine Mix FM. What's the big thing going on with you right now? Oh, it's Greg. Greg. Um, Greg, are you a, a Brady fan or are you a Patriot fan? Well, I'm a Patriots fan. So if I brought you back an NFC Championship Green Bay shirt, would you wear it? Ugh. No, no, that, that's just that's you. just gross. <laughs> then, then I won't waste my money. Uh... <laughs> I like you asking, though. That's really good. Are you going to Green Bay? 
I'm going to the NFC Championship game. You're going oh, to the game. I'm so oh my sorry gosh. about that. First of all, have no, you, that's awesome. Have you been to Green Bay? I am from Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh, you get it. I mean, it's and, it's January uh, <laughs> in Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. It, and, and I'm not going up at this time from Tucson. I know. I know. Greg, I have something to say to you. The Bears. The Bears. Uh, I don't think. And where are the Bears right now? Well, Thank they're you just, you know, they're quarantining. They, 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 they're the ones <laughs> who decided. They've been quarantining all season. They're the ones who decided they're going to follow the rules. Oh, okay. And be safe uh, for others. Right? <laughs> um, can, can we ask you another question about that? Yes, go ahead. How did you get tickets? What is the protocol to get into the stadium? All of that sort of stuff. Okay, 6,000 seats were available on Wednesday. I am a season ticket holder. Um, um, I was able to get tickets. Not the seats that I wanted, but um, I will be, at, I believe it's on the north end zone, 49 rows up. So we, uh, when Green Bay scores all those touchdowns, the uh, TV should be on us. Well, now, now we have to watch that game just to see I if know. we can see you. Are you going to be wearing the big cheese head? I, I'll be the one with uh, with the, with like six layers on, and because we have to wear we have to wear masks in the stadium, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. So no, we'll, we'll be masked up. I'll figure something out that I can wear to say I'm I'm from Tucson. What about like a swallow hat? Yeah. You know, like no, like the actual cactus, like. I'll figure something out. You know, maybe I'll just say Greg, Greg and Mare in the morning. I was just yes. gonna say. Hope they I mean, win for you, because making that trip just to see them lose will not be fun. So I hope they win for well, you. It, well, it's part of my bucket list. So oh, you know, I win, love that. Win, win or lose, I've gone to probably the biggest game of my life. Yeah, that will be a big game. Yeah, that's that's cool, but it's the Packers. <laughs> Question is, how are you going to drink the beer if you got the mask on? Yeah, you know you, what I mean? You're going to have to have a little like hole in your mask where the straw goes in. <laughs> There's no straws with beer. There's not? No. Well, they oh should my try gosh. that. It would work better. Terrible idea. <laughs> 775-0949 for your right now thing that's on the top of your mind. Tell us a big story in your life. Thanks for calling, Greg. And coming up next on 94.9 Mix FM, some daily intention and inspiration, positivity. Mayor's got that. Okay, let me tell you about this. This was something that hit me yesterday, so I hope it still hits me today. <laughs> you know how that is? Oh, yeah. You read it and it like changes your life. When someone tells you it can't be done, it's more a reflection of their limitations and not yours. And I don't know how many awful human being bosses you might have had in your life or coworkers or boyfriends or whatever that have just said these things to you and you really believed it. For a lot of people, growing up, it was their their own parents. Not mine, thankfully. But I had lots of friends who had dreams that mom and dad would just squash and go, that's not realistic. Yeah. Oh, we can't afford college. You can't go. Or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? You want to be an artist? An artist, please. You're going to be a banker. You know, that sort of thing. Mm. Oh. Ooh. Ah, All right, right. That's awful. Uh, I had one girl comment on our post and put, "What if it's the voice inside your own head that tells you it can't be done? No wonder I'm messed up." And oh, and, and that's true too. Sometimes it's yourself that tells you. But I, I mean, I think about you know for years not believing in myself. Do you know what I mean because of what some of these like mean male bosses have oh, said? Okay. <laughs> All of your problems. 
are, are rooted in men. Is that what I'm hearing? A little bit. I mean, I'm not going to lie. But that could be because there were no real women bosses because I don't know why, but I wish there were, you know. know. You know what? I think men get along with women bosses better than women get along with women That's bosses, true. though. That's so true. That's true. I've seen that happen, too. But you've never limited yourself? You never had somebody say time. something and then you just never tried because they're like, well... They talk you out of it? Sure. Or are you the person that talks yourself sure. out of everything? No, I had my, my very first boss in this business said, oh, you'll, you'll never be a great talent, great. but you might be able to, you know, work in the management side. Oh, right? no. <laughs> oh, no. And, and maybe that's true. I don't know. Still trying to I figure mean, it out. My boss before I came here said, you'll never get a job in radio. You have too much of an accent. And I'm thinking... I've been like a, I've been a, like around the country and I got jobs like yeah. you know what I'm saying and it just it still bothers me that's his limits and it felt really good to go in there and say oh sorry you're not going to renew he's oh, like, it's, a, it's amazing what people will say to one another sometimes <laughs> yes, yeah. I know it's their stuff yeah you and, know and so here's what I'm going to do I'm going to try and be more mindful of what what am I putting on other people when they yes. say things am especially, I stopping their their dreams especially you know? the younger ones who are so like excited right and sometimes they don't know how to like like hold it in and you know they think they know and and i know people want to check them real fast but but don't check them too fast or too hard yeah, yeah. try, try that, to encourage tough. them that's yes tough. yeah, yeah. Oh, man, we're all so darn flawed. I just can't Except get over Except for us. We're awesome. <laughs> well, you might be perfect. I'm far from it. <laughs> 94.9 Mix FM. Good morning. It's Greg and Mayor. What's your name? Michelle. I love this game. Oh, my gosh. I love that you love this game. Okay, here we go. Question number one, Michelle. All about that bass singer, Megan Trainer updated fans on her pregnancy yesterday. Quote, Baby is breech at 36 weeks, she said. So I've been laying upside down on my couch, LOL. What does it mean when a baby is breech? The the baby's feet first in the womb. Feet That's first. Correct. I mean, who doesn't want to slide right into life? Yeah, well, as long as you can get past the shoulders, you're good to go. Yeah, you know? okay. <laughs> uh, you are correct. And on the board, here we go. Question number two. Shonda Rhimes' hit new show Bridgerton has already been renewed for a second season on Netflix. Which of the following three shows are not Shonda Rhimes' hits? Is it A, Grey's Anatomy, B, The Blacklist, or C, Scandal? B, Blacklist. That is correct. Very good. Yeah, oh, man. Let's see. Can you go three for three? The Miami Heat have a plan to allow fans in to see them play live games. They'll stage COVID-sniffing dogs at the entrances to determine which fans are sick and should not be admitted. Which sport do the Miami Heat play? Basketball. Yeah, they're in the NBA. You are super smart. Leave it to women to get three for three, Greg. Well. You know, sometimes guys go three for three, too. That's yeah. not unheard of. When? Tell me. <laughs> Michelle, you did it. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm a little nervous about this one. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, my gosh. Why do we do this to ourselves? I don't know. Um, because we're not very smart sometimes. Okay, let's uh, let's grab a couple calls here. We have Meg on line one. Hi, Meg. Good morning. And we're also going to bring Becky into the conversation. Hi, Becky. Hello. Uh, thank you both for, for joining us on the phone this morning. Here's how this is going to work. We're just going to make some statements, ask some questions. And Meg, you're going you're gonna to give the first ruling. If there's a dispute on the ruling, Becky will come to you for a ruling, okay? Okay. All right. It's, it's, there are no right or wrong answers. It's just answers, like court. 
<laughs> sort of, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so here's how it goes. You've got three of us to choose from. Greg, Mayor, and news aficionado Mike Rapp. Okay, when we ask you the question, who on this show is most likely to have a severe midlife crisis? Meg, what's your ruling? Greg. Greg! <laughs> I agree! Why, why are you jumping up and down for joy? Uh, I think you might be in it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Becky, do you agree with that <laughs> determination? It's kind of interesting because um, I was going mayor. Oh! Oh! oh my heart and soul! <laughs> uh, I just want to oh, say I'm with you on that. that Greg got a skateboard in the past couple of months. Okay, and what's wrong with that? I was going to that. I was really going to mention the skateboard. Yeah. Mayor, you get a glance. You wouldn't even so. There, oh, it's your, like your phone's cutting out there a little bit, Becky. I'm sorry. Your phone's cutting out a little bit. But but stick with us. Stick with us here. We've got another one here. Who on the show is most likely to become really great friends with an A-list celebrity? Meg? Oh. Mayor, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Mayor. Agreed. I agree. Yeah, most, I agree. If they don't mind her stalking them for like That's six true. months. That's true. <laughs> But you say that like it's a bad thing. No. Yeah, thank okay. you. Right. See, they understand. All right, who on this show is most likely to eat food off the floor of a public restroom? Greg? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you don't know me at all. Oh, let's go to Becky for the backup <laughs> ruling. Becky? Oh, your phone is still playing games with us this morning. I'm sorry to say. It is not me, Mary. You can you can honestly vouch for me on well, that. Well, yeah, he, he is. Come a, on. I mean, before Corona, you were the biggest germ phobe I have ever met in my whole life, and I thought you were crazy. <laughs> Mint, Mary used to drop mints on the floor and pick them up and yeah. try and eat them, and I would you know, rip I them thought, out of her hand. It, it's it's for health. It's like it's good to be able to like deal with germs in your system. Just trying to protect you. Yes. <laughs> from getting something you don't want. All right, let's do one more here. Who on the show? is most likely to give the best motivational speech. No, we'll do two more. Two more. This one and one more. What do you think, Meg? Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, Greg, I'm going to go with you. I'm sorry, but I think you, I think you got it in you. I think so, too. Uh, oh, oh, I do. Well, thank you. We yeah, won't you've, go to, you've, you've produced some nice memorials and stuff like that. Yeah. Very inspirational. Yeah, right. yeah. And y'all are very kind. Yes. All right, one more here. Who on this show is most likely... To end up on the TV show Cops. <laughs> well, that was a no-brainer, Mayor. Oh, yeah. oh, that's probably true, and I don't even know why I would end up on it, but I would. Hey, there's one more that I want. It's the scandal. Who's most likely to be involved in a scandal? Oh, of course, of course, you would yes. ask that. Oh, I'm sorry, sweetheart. I, oh. It's you. Yeah, it's. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and, it, and it's probably going to go hand in hand with the whole arrest kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm so scared that I'm going to be arrested for something and not know why. Do you know what I mean? See like, exhibit B where she was stalking the A-list celebrity, yeah. okay? <laughs> you guys are awesome. It's great to talk with you this morning. Thanks for listening to 94.9 Mix FM. <laughs> Hope she doesn't have that baby breach.
No. It's going to be a lot of work. Yeah. 94.9 Mix FM, Megan Trainer announced yesterday that she's 36 weeks, so she's almost there. She could have the baby kind of any time. Yeah, the doctor could just go in and flip that thing around. Is that how that works? I think so. Do a little flip around? Yeah. I like that. <laughs> 7.31 right now with Greg and Mayor. We'll go commercial free to kick off your work day the right way at 8.30, but it's time for our whole enchilada. I love enchiladas. Well, this enchilada is full of stuff that we see and think you might be interested in knowing about, too. Yeah, you know, we have a Zoom call today, Greg, at 11. You know, we keep having these Zoom calls, and they're exhausting, I'm not going to lie. And they say part of the exhaustion is that you're looking at yourself most of the time. Like staring into a stinking mirror. Yeah, and most people say they do look at their coworkers on those Zoom calls. They really do, but mostly they're really looking at themselves. And, and 1% of people said they absolutely never wear pants <laughs> <laughs> while they're, they're doing the Zoom calls. Right. I mean, did you ever do that when we were working from home? Not wear pants. I mean, I was wearing shorts like every day when we were working from home. Oh, yeah. I was wearing the yoga pants. I mean, it's probably why I ate a few more carbs than usual. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, on a related note, here's something else that you might find interesting. Have you heard of the moon beam? The mood beam? Excuse me. Not moon beam. Mood beam. It's a new wristband that lets your boss know how you're feeling. There's a couple oh. buttons on this wristband. I mean, do we need to have them have that info? Well, they want to know if you're in a good mood or a bad mood and if you're mentally up for the task or not. So if you press the yellow button, that means you're feeling bright and sunny. If you press the blue button, that means... Well, you're just going to lie. You're down and dark. Are you? I mean, I can tell you this. I don't need any wristband to tell me that. I mean, if you can't feel somebody's energy when they walk into the room... Don't you know? I think you are way more aware than most people. You think? Yes. I mean, can't you just feel it? I can, because I've been working with you long enough to where you've helped me go, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think most of us are just kind of ignorant to most of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I want to talk about having a boss. They say the best bosses are ones that have a whole family life. Because they understand a variety of personalities and they understand, you know, you got to do things on your off hours. I don't know if you ever had the boss who expected you to be 24-7. Because they were? Yeah. Like, I, I had one boss who's like, you have to miss your brother's wedding. Yeah. And I'm I uh, what? Like, I'm not going to take this job if that that's it. Like, that's just disgusting. Oh, I see. You were interviewing for the job. Yeah. And you explained, I will need these days off because... I'm planning on going to my brother's like, wedding, no, and the guy's like, no, no. No, you can't take the day off. Like, he, that, no. he was kidding. No. No, he was serious. You didn't take that job, did you? Well, then he finally, like, when he, so what, what it happened is while we were negotiating, finally he's like, fine, but that's it. You can't take off during oh any ratings period. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, it's like, my, my brother's going to get married once. Well, maybe twice or three times, but I should be at the first one. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, oh you know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, here's one more story we'll throw at you in the enchilada this morning. Amanda Gorman, the one everybody was stunned and shocked by her yeah. poise and her vocabulary and uh -huh. her ability during the inauguration the other day, the poet, the 22-year-old. She's already in an Amazon bestseller list since doing that. She hasn't even finished her book yet, but people went online looking for something. They found out she's working on it. They could pre-order it. Oh, yeah. And she's already now got two books in the top of Amazon's bestseller list. I mean, that's kind of stressful, don't you think? Now, yeah, now the expectation <laughs> yeah, now is going to be like, way up she's there. She's going to get that writer's block like I see on the Hallmark <laughs> channel all the time. Good news, bad <laughs> yes. news, right? Yeah. Incredible. 94.9 Mix FM, that's your whole enchilada this morning. 7.35. Coming up, are you a fronter or a backer? <laughs> or both.
maybe you're both. Uh-huh. We'll explain. And then the Friday morning brain file coming up, too. Are you a fronter? Or are you a backer? Uh-oh. Are we talking like playing baseball or something? <laughs> no, no, no. This is something you've already done today. And uh, there's a hot debate online about which one is the right one now. When you turn on the shower in the morning and you step in and the water feels so good, it's nice and hot, and things are starting to steam up in there, and you got the fan running and the whole thing. You get all rinsed off, and then what? You start to soap up. Well, then is the water go on your front side? You stand there facing the I, shower head, or is it pointed at your back? Do you turn around and face away from it? Both. I'm constantly no, turning in the shower. That's the wrong answer. I'm constantly. First, I'm washing my face, so I'm facing towards it. Then I wash my hair, and I back away from it so I don't get that water in my face. Then I turn towards it. It just depends what I'm doing, what I'm washing. <laughs> All right, let's let's go with the majority of the time then, okay. since you obviously want to complicate this instead of choosing I, a side. I would say face. You face the water. I would mm. say I like that that feeling of that water. Do you mm. know what I mean? It's kind of like um, being present, feeling the water on your skin. Oh, okay. Not going all other places. <laughs> Seriously, and the the heat. It's like the only place I could get quiet in my house. Yeah. Because they're all still asleep but, when we leave for work. Well, Mike wraps on, on with yeah. us right now. I mean, don't, don't you think the back is better, though? Well, you know, I've been getting up so early for so many decades now. I have to have that thing right in the back of my neck Yeah, just for a few minutes so I can gather my consciousness and remember where I am. Exactly. That is exactly what it does, though, isn't it? Like yeah. the, the water, it wakes you up, yeah. brings you into, like, your reality. It takes me a little while. Yeah. But yeah, I like it right at the top of my neck too. I mean, when it hits the spine, that's when it's like sending all the right messages to who you are going to be for the rest of the day. Well, if you see any, if you see any, um, I guess, TV commercials of ladies washing their hair, they're always, you know, kind of back there with the, you know, the the sort of, I I don't want to, well, be be very careful. (laughs) They seem very, they seem very satisfied while they're. And which way are they facing? They're facing away from that well, one. Well, with yeah. the hair, that's yeah, right. because you don't want to get the the soap in your eyes. That's so, right. So that's why you do that. So but, ding, ding, ding. No, but you need to <laughs> we wash. We have a winner. I love to have my face in that water. Like, I love it. But not the whole time. Yes. No, when you... Oh, this, yeah. This is why this is spun out of control on the internet, too. <laughs> uh, 7.45. Something tells me we're not going to resolve it here. If you want to chime in online. you guys you aren't flippers. I mean, you know, occasionally, I'm saying a majority of the time, of course, you're going to get your whole body wet. Of course, you're going to rinse your face off, but you're not facing it the whole time. That just doesn't make any sense. A lot of the time. <laughs> 60%. 745 here at 94.9 Mix FM, solving the world's biggest problems. Okay, so the younger someone is, the more they are likely to talk about blank at work. Relationships. Nope. Although, Love. Although maybe. Love. <laughs> no? I don't know. No? no? That's where your brain always goes, isn't well, it? Well, because I know my 20s, that's like that's you, all you talked about. live and died by your love life, right? Yeah. No, the, the answer is money. The younger someone is, the more likely they are to talk about money in the workplace. And specifically, half of people now say they're willing to tell their coworker how much money they make. Oh, my gosh. And the younger someone is, the more likely they are to discuss all that salary business in the workplace. I mean, no thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I've had jobs where they say you better not discuss your salary. You cannot discuss your salary. Oh, that's interesting. I've never been ordered oh, not haven't? to. No, never. Oh my gosh! Like every job, you are not allowed to talk about your salary. Really? Oh yeah. Well, I, probably because sorry, 
this isn't here, and maybe it is, I don't know, but this isn't here, they would say we're making the, the same amount. And I found out later the dude who had less experience, you know, who had been doing it, you know, for less time. And less time with the company. Yeah, less time with the company. He was making more. Was making a lot more. And that happened countless times. Not cool. And so I think that's why you don't do it, because it gets people, you know, it's hard to sit in a job and feel good when you know that type of information. That That's exactly it. I know that it probably benefits bad employers for us to not talk about it. Yeah. I don't recommend you not talk about it for that reason. It's the whole comparison thing. Yeah, yeah. Because once you found that out, yes. how easy was it to go into work and it's not. love everybody and no. feel good about contributing to the team? It wasn't. No. I mean, listen, like with us, I have no idea what you make, but I hope you make a lot. Like I really do. Because at this point in our, our careers, we kind of have to like work our own deals. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I, and I want you to to make a lot. But I guess if I like found out you made like a hundred grand more or something, I'd be like, really? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I would be disappointed to find that out. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> you and I should be making the same amount. Well, and that's cool, right? Like that's like friends. Like, so friends, if you didn't know that, like after the first season, um, oh, who's the guy who, who was the biggest celebrity? David Schwimmer at the point of going into Friends was the biggest celebrity of them. Yes. And so after the first season, they realized this is going to be a successful show. So they all got together in one of their dressing rooms and they said, listen, this show is never going to work unless we make the same amount. That we all agree to make the same amount because it will cause problems. And that's what they did. And, and they went to the table every year and that's how they negotiated their contracts. That's pretty cool, actually. Isn't it? Yeah. And they had, they're still all I was best wondering, friends. Yeah, I was wondering how it came to be that they were all paid the same amount. Because, of course, in those later seasons when they were doing like a million dollars an episode or whatever the ridiculous mm-hmm. money was, it was like, wow, that's kind of cool. They're all getting paid the same amount. I didn't know that's what led up to it. I mean, though, Didn't know that. imagine, though, you know, there are some people who could walk in and, you know, they're, you find out they're making a lot more than you. And then maybe they're like not even like zero experience. I mean, that happens all the time, too. I look at my brother who just got a job and he's, you know, 50 something. And I'm sure the 20 year olds might be making more than he is at this really? point. Really? No, I don't think so. Yeah, because I think I that think so. there's a certain age where they start kind of being like, well. Do you know what I mean? Like, especially during a pan. Well, it's a pandemic. Well, yeah, sure. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I see that. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, I would still hope that experience counts for something. I know, right? Oy, I know. Knows. Anyway, I wouldn't talk about money in the workplace if I was you. Yeah, let's not do that. Just a, <laughs> it only causes problems. You make your own choice, but it, you, uh-huh. yeah, you just you start hating people <laughs> and hating yourself and hating your boss. You know, you, you need to be in a job where everyone everyone wants to work together that we all, can't we all, isn't there enough money for everyone to do well? Well, then the boss wouldn't get as much. <laughs> so oh, <laughs> there's your answer. Yeah. Uh, 26. Before we do that, we want to share a little bit of kindness in the world with our friends at Ben's Bells. Uh, this week's Ben's Bells Belly is Doug Levy. You know, we, we see in the national news in times of crisis, they often find a celebrity chef who's jumped in and, and helped out. I remember during some of the wildfires, Guy Fieri was doing that during hurricanes. Chef Jose Andres has done some of that You're stuff. You're so fancy. And, oh, thank you. <laughs> but here in Tucson, we have our own awesome celebrity chef. And, and this week we want to recognize Doug Levy. He's the owner and executive chef at Feast Restaurant Ooh, over on Speedway. Yum. And he was nominated by Ellen Hall and Barbara LaWall 
for dealing with this COVID crisis we've all been going through. They say with unparalleled generosity, authenticity, and unselfishness. Now, of course, the pandemic has just been devastating for the restaurant community. And Doug has somehow managed to keep his restaurant family together as much as possible while developing creative ways to reach out to customers with deliveries to every corner of Tucson. Uh, Most importantly, they say he has cooked and shared food with first responders and those less fortunate because he delivers to nonprofits like Kodak and Primavera Men's Shelter. That's awesome. The Sister Jose Women's Center and Youth on Their Own. And they say perhaps most importantly... Every single hospital staff in Southern Arizona has gotten a delivery or multiple deliveries from Chef Doug and the team at Feast. Good people right there. Isn't that cool? Yes. Because, man, if, if anybody has taken the brunt of this pandemic, it's been our, our healthcare workers. Mm-hmm. They've just been so overloaded, overtaxed, yeah. fatigued, coming in on their days off, um, coming in out of retirement. They've just been working so hard. And he recognizes that while the pandemic's tough on his team, yeah. in the restaurant business, it's even harder on other people. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, you got to think of ways you can help. And that's that's a hard thing to figure out sometimes. But if, if you've got something that you're just awesome at, you know, maybe that's that's the place that you really can step forward. Ellen, Barbara, thank you so much for nominating this week's Ben's Bell's Belly, Doug Levy, chef at uh, Feast Restaurant for doing good stuff. Uh, Thank you very much for listening this morning, too. And if you know somebody that you want to nominate who's sharing kindness, helping the world become a little bit better place, tell us about that person or people at MixFM.com. Just click on the Greg and Mary page. You'll see Ben's bells right there. Greg and Mayor. Mayor. Mornings on 94.9 MixFM.